Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Aaron just announced to us she's a clown in the break, so we're having a fun time here as we look forward to week 13 in the NFL. I thought now would be a good time to revisit all all the uh, futures that I placed at multiple books that I forgot about. And man, it's a bad idea. Don't do that. So Don't do that. What you have to yeah. do is you just focus on the futures that have a chance at hitting and you just ignore the ones that are already oh, dead. Yeah. That's, that's what you What's do. What's that, Eagles? Let's go. Eagles won. Would you to put miss a playoffs? <laughs> I don't even know if they can. I mean, I guess they can. They have it clinched. I but. love the Eagles okay. slander. But, yes, I do have the Eagles win the Super Bowl. So, that's looking much better than the Packers one that I have. So, you know, you know what one caught me when I was looking at my uh, my slip the other day. Like, remember those summer like division parlays? Like, you know, yeah. Oh my god, ten bucks. You throw it on yeah. the eight teamer, right? And I mean, some of them will hit, but like the Packers to win the North, the Colts to win the South, <laughs> like just dead. Just Colts. Just, they're dead. Oh, I yeah. did Chargers. That was probably your advice. No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just blaming you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I imagine people had Broncos in some of those, right? People thought the people were high on the Broncos and that that was dead in week four or whatever that was. All right. Let's look ahead to this, uh, this weekend. Joe, you've been saying it all week. This is a great slate of games. Now last week didn't have that. Now the games actually turned out yeah. to be entertaining on Sunday. I, I thought we got some, we had some good games on Sunday, but the slate itself, what do we have? One matchup Sunday between teams with winning records. I think it was just the Bengals and Titans. This week, there's yeah. way more games um, of significance, and you know we could jump around here with what we're seeing, line movement and all that. But one that we've noticed is is moving around is that Chiefs and Bengals game. There was a one and a half out there, I believe. Paul mentioned us earlier today. Uh, BetMGM is sitting at two and a half right now with the Chiefs as the favorite in Cincinnati. Fifty-two and a half on the total. I can't wait for this game. I can't wait for the Chiefs and the Bengals uh, coming up on Sunday because I think right now Burrow is playing, you know, close to that level as Mahomes is, right? He's playing at a, at a high, very high level, and this could be an absolute shootout on Sunday. I think it will be. And you also had, like last week, there was some thought, or, or Burrow had mentioned it, that maybe Chase was going to be back for the last game. Didn't matter. They go on the road, they take down the Titans, right? Um, don't you get the sense that the Bengals internally are, are like, let's get ready for the Chiefs game. Just, Chase, let's just make sure that you're 100% for that one. Don't worry about this Titans game as much. Let's just be 100% ready to go for that Kansas City matchup. Um, the short money coming in early in the week is a little surprising because anytime you see Pat Mahomes and it's under a field goal, people, it's an autoplay. And I understand why. I, I'm wondering if some of those betters are doing any kind of a setup, which is tough to do now because there are so many modelers. They just follow the numbers. If they see there's value, they're going to jump in on their bet immediately. But I, I wonder if they're just trying to get a better price, a better number on Kansas City. Um, we know what the public is going to do, right? They're just going to j- go all over the cheese, a five-game winning streak, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey. and uh, Isn't that just what's going to happen? You just need them to win by a field goal? That's all you need. I mean, I would doesn't it feel so. like a short number for Mahomes? It, it feels like a, this is when we bet Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 
Yeah, but if you look on the other side, like you mentioned yesterday in the MVP conversation, if the Bengals win this game, Burrow's going to be on that very short list because mm-hmm. he would have to have an mm-hmm. unbelievable game. I don't know if Mixon's going to return. We'll see what the injury reports say today, but I don't know that it really matters. Like, remember, we were talking earlier, much of the year before the concussion, that yards after contact, he was one of the worst in the league. Like He was like down to 50th. And he, he had that one game where he popped where he got all the touchdowns right at the right at the goal line, but it doesn't mean he, he's doing a great job. I don't think they're, he really matters that much. But Chase can be impactful, even though they've been winning their last three games without him. So just quickly with the, the spread and the homes, as a favorite yeah. of, th- of three or less or a dog, 17-5-1 against the spread. Favorite of three and a half or more, 28-33-1. Like, this is it. This is the spot to typically back Patrick Mahomes. Where do we think Man, this lands? I kick off. What is this close? Kickoff? Or, or what we get later in the week? Where is this moving? We're going towards the Bengals, or does it come back? I think it comes back. I don't – I think there's – and it's more likely that we're at three than pick. I, but I, I, I would say – I would say it goes back to two and a half, though. And some are still there. Some have not budged. I mean, the what majority a- of ticket or bets placed are definitely on the Chiefs right now. So it seems yeah. like it could be and- in that direction. And the real money, though, is on the other side early on. So that's right. what's interesting. Yeah. It is. Um, what – what do you guys think about this move with the Bears-Packers game? It was two and a half, and people are looking at him like, this is crazy. Uh, it was moved to three right away, and Rodgers talks to McAfee, and he says he's gonna, he plans on playing. Of course he plans on having an opportunity to go against the worst defense in the NFL, and their playoff uh, odds are not dead yet. There is an outside chance that Green Bay can get in, even though they won't. So he's going to play. He gets a chance to own the Bears at Soldier Field once again. We remember what happened last time he was there. Um, so he's not going to pass up an opportunity if he's healthy enough to play. So that's at four. Where does this go? So what's the latest? On, uh, let's talk about the other side, too. What's, is Fields playing or is he out for a while? I, that's what I was going to say. If Fields is playing, I love the Bears. Fields wants well, to play. If Fields is playing – uh, I, I love the, the, the organization. Yeah, the top. I like the over. Fields is not playing too, because it's going to sit there at forty three and a half if he's out, or maybe it'll drop a little bit. And you still have the Bears defense. The Packers, as bad as they've been this year, they're putting up points over the last few weeks. They've hit thirty one mm-hmm. twice in the last three weeks, and now they get by far the worst defense in the NFL. It's not close, guys. I know most of the year it's been Lions and Falcons thirty one, thirty two. Uh, flip-flop and spots. Now it's like 32 by a mile over the last month since the Bears traded Roquan, and now they're dealing with more injuries. They're missing even more players. They're bad to begin with, and now we're talking about second and third stringers on a horrendous defense. Love, Rodgers, shouldn't matter. They should be able to clear 30, maybe 40. The Jets, now the Jets have playmakers, but Mike White, like Mike White... Seven and a half yards of play. I mean, that is, that's like greatest show on turf, 07 Patriots kind of offense. That's what the mm-hmm. Bears allowed last week. So, right. yeah, I, I think the Packers will move the ball. Christian Watson's a, a, a 
problem right now. I mean, that guy's making a lot of play- six touchdowns last three weeks, and they have the two backs. And Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones lit him up earlier this year. He'll probably do the same. They they haven't been able to stop the run all season. It's yeah. I don't think it does. I don't think it matters. I would take the Packers and lay the points. I'll take the over too. Any Bears game, the over has hit the last six Bears games. Why? Why would you even? Uh, Bet MGM. One of the uh, three most popular total plays was Bears Jets under. Why? Why? Why would you take an under in a low total with the worst defense in the NFL in the field? I don't care who's playing quarterback. As we saw, it didn't matter. As long as it wasn't Zach Wilson, yeah. the Jets would move the ball. That, that's all. It could have been you. It's There's just, a 43 out there, too. It's a good oh, number. I, I think Zach Wilson would have scored points against the Bears. Probably. They, they really his hate teammates that guy. hate him. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really hate him. So, so we had a, a flip in one of the lines uh, from our conversation yesterday. Steelers are now the favorite in that game in yep. Atlanta. Now – I like it better as a dog, but we're also around zero, right? It doesn't really make a difference. If you think they're going to win the game, they're going to win the game. You know, whether they're getting one or giving one. But in terms of a tease, we talked about teasers earlier on a break. They're starting to hit maybe a little bit more. Now the other mm-hmm. side you could look at. Maybe Falcons in a tease at home. Did the Steelers go there and win that game by more than a touchdown? I don't know. And that feels like a game you could tease either way, depending on where that falls. You know, we have all these great games this week. And the ones that stand out to me uh, early on are not the ones that are set up to be great matchups. Like, I love Jacksonville. I love Pittsburgh. Yeah, these young quarterbacks that that are really turning it on of late, like backing Pickett and and Lawrence in games where they just have to win on the road. They've been impressive. Here's a game we haven't talked about this week. Chargers-Raiders. Chargers yeah. a one-and-a-half-point road favorite. I mean, this is the Chargers' chance, right? It's, they have a chance to, to get on a run here, and they're not going to win the division, but they can make the playoffs. As much as their first two months were just bad and choppy, it's right there for them, and this schedule's not daunting. If they go take care of business the next three four weeks, they're going to be in the playoffs. They get the Broncos again. Like they, They've got some games they could win on the schedule, like, this is a game a playoff team wins. If they're going to make yeah. the playoffs, they got to go beat the Raiders. I know it's in Las Vegas, but. You know, I was thinking about this on Sunday, and, may- and maybe it's based off the results that we had just watched. And it was the Chargers beating Arizona by one because of the two-point conversion at the very end. When you do, – do key numbers matter in ga- Chargers games? Do you want to lay not. one and a half – in Chargers games, because if they're in a position like that where they can just win the game and get out of dodge, they're going to go for two and and they're going to win by one. And guess what? You don't cover that point spread if you lay the one and a half. I, there are certain teams with coaching styles where I think the key numbers don't matter like they do with a lot of the other clubs. Like the Staley's of the world, maybe Doug Peterson. Aggressive coaches. And I, I just bring that up. Couldn't you see it where come, divisional matchup comes down to the very end? Maybe the Chargers sneak out of there with a victory, but they don't cover the one and a half, as stupid as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could win another one-point game. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, I think it all depends on if Josh Jacobs plays, too. I mean, I think I really like the Chargers if he doesn't 
play. Yeah. Yeah, he's so impactful. Too. Certainly. I understand that. Chargers' uh, run defense is terrible. So if they don't have him, I mean, they're catching a break if he doesn't play. Is Mike Williams going to pl- play, make his way back? I don't know. Injuries keep popping up with him. He missed last week. But we we did see the difference with, with uh, Keenan Allen out there when, when you have that threat. And Palmer's done a nice job uh, – with him getting more looks with all these injuries on the outside. But, yeah, I mean, still, everything goes through Eckler. I keep, I keep looking at this Broncos-Ravens game, and I'm trying to figure out what the best way to, what to do with this game. I mean, you could, we could tease the Ravens down. I do not think the Ravens are going to win. Or, they're going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a sweat if you tease them down. Isn't this a bounce-back spot for Baltimore after losing in Jacksonville? I know the Broncos' defense is good, but I also wonder with the Broncos' defense, are they going to quit at some point? Are they going to be like, you know what, screw this? Is this thing going to be 10? It might be. The best number might be right now. How many weeks could the Broncos' defense stand there and give up 17 points and lose? Eventually, like we saw the video on Sunday with the defensive lineman barking at Russell Wilson. Doesn't this have Ravens 27 to 7 written all over it? How is Hackett still employed there? We said it after week one. You've got to fire this guy. It's not salvageable. And Seattle's going to have like a top three pick. And that could have been yours. And you you paid Russell Wilson this. What a disaster. I don't see it. It's not going to turn around. It's not. That team hates him. I'm in full-on fade-the-Denver-Broncos-every-week mode. And and the Ravens need a get-right spot here. I I expect the books to move this out of the teaser zone quickly because everybody's going to include this in their teasers. Before Paul and the issue makes the... a point, did you see the report this morning on uh, NFL Network about the Broncos locker room? Apparently Hackett has not lost the locker room. Russell Wilson has. That's the vibes in mm-hmm. there. That's not shocking at all. Yep. It also Get feels like out. Hackett, you know, sent a life preserver to someone, be like, "Hey, help me out a little bit, like with this report." But I will say the issue with the Broncos, like they, like with the Ravens, rather, they're letting teams come back. This team is dead. They're not coming back from being down two right. scores, three scores. Yeah. Like by halftime, this is Blow over. Blowout. Yeah. You do you, you think you're gonna make a a case to lay it in the contest? Lay the eight nine, whatever it is. The more I think about it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like a Ravens smash spot. Like they, got, they they lost. They blew another game. They go home twenty-seven to seven, twenty-seven ten, and they uh, they put themselves back together after after a tough week. And our lightning bets are coming up next. Our favorite plays for tonight, right here on the Beck You All Network.